Admittedly, there are times when hearing an opinion has prompted me to close my eyes, take a deep breath, and imagine what it might be like to exist away from other people. How it might feel to abandon society to exist alone in the forest, communing with no one but nature, and sharing food with the local squirrels. Then I open my eyes and face the reality that I live amongst a group of strangers whose worldviews sometimes feel distant and incompatible with my own. This is the struggle of society. Existing together while attempting to balance and respect other people's opinions, values, and perspectives can honestly be a bit of a maddening experience, but it's necessary. It's an inescapable struggle that requires us to employ crucial critical thinking skills that culturally seem to be slipping away. You're listening to Her Anthology, a podcast that offers a mindful approach to social inquiry. My name's Felicia, I'm a sociolegal theorist from Canada, and today we're talking about the veil of ignorance. If you have no idea what that is, don't worry, just keep listening, you'll find out. The spirit of public debate has become harsh and unforgiving. Ironically, it's being shaped by those who have, while being harmful, (laughs) successfully branded themselves as incapable of harm. Because of the cultural narrative that's been created about the sanctity of liberal thought, it's become almost inexcusable to so much as question anyone aligned with liberal beliefs, even as those beliefs begin to become regressive. There are various social issues that I'm thinking about off the top of my head right now in Canada. One of the most pressing issues at the moment is in regards to the pandemic and the measures that have been taken in regards to the pandemic, which has largely been led by liberal parties like the Liberal Party and the NDP. But there are also other conversations that we're having culturally about things like race and sex and gender that are being ruled by this very tense and divisive culture of discourse, which has been fostered by people who surprisingly um, tend to espouse more liberal beliefs. But in a community as diverse as Canada, we're bound to disagree in fundamental ways that simply can't be ignored. And dealing with these complex problems requires expansive thought. It requires the ability to step outside of our own skin and into the experiences of another. And in order for true understanding and justice to occur, that process has to be reciprocal. And I think that's the piece that's missing. It's not fair to demand to be heard while refusing to listen to others. It's not just to solely consider your own perspective or that of your identity group while disregarding the experiences of those around you. Doing society requires a careful and refined approach to civil engagement. And yes, I say doing society because society is not a passive state of being. We are constantly creating and engaging with society. It's constantly shifting forms. Norms and laws are constantly changing. And that's a very active process. I don't really like to take for granted the idea that society simply is as it is, or it will remain as it has remained, and we can do whatever we want and expect the status quo to to just simply be maintained. And so doing society requires a careful and refined approach to civil engagement, as I said, um, and that seems to generally be lacking in modern times. And this is where it may be helpful to step behind the veil of ignorance. 
The veil of ignorance, also referred to as the original position, is a philosophical position that abstracts the individual from everything that ties them to their biases. To illustrate the ethos of the philosophy, I'm going to tell a short story. Imagine for a moment that you have a spirit and that it is waiting patiently for its turn to enter a body and be born. As you wait for your body, you're able to see the spectacle unfolding on earth. You're aware of what's happening, but unaware of what role you'll be assigned or born into in society. Although you don't yet know your race, your sex, your class, culture, intelligence, ability, mental state, you know that soon you will have those things and that these distinguishing features are going to impact the way that you navigate life on earth. So from that perspective, how would you conceive of justice if you didn't know who you would be? If you had no knowledge of the stakes that you would have in a situation? Stepping behind the veil of ignorance brings us into this hypothetical situation that detaches us from our biases and discourages motivated reasoning. And from this position, we can try to extract principles of justice that can be used to fairly govern society. And that is essentially the ethos of the original position or the veil of ignorance, which is a theory that was created by the philosopher John Rawls. The idea is essentially that because you could be anyone, you're more likely to generate principles of justice that serve everyone by accounting for a wider array of experiences. In short, the original position is an attempt to engage us in more unbiased and objective thinking, and I really believe it's something that we desperately need at the moment. Of course, just to be realistic, it's not possible <laughs> to simply detach yourself from your body or to simply forget who you are, but it is possible to carry a bit of that spirit with us in conversation, and it's possible to hold space for others and to see past our own experiences and into theirs. I think the original position can act as a catalyst to step into spaces of more meaningful understanding with people who occupy different social positions than we do, and I find it... <laughs> I find it to be a useful thought experiment in those moments when I begin to fantasize about running into the forest, never to be seen again. The only way to articulate and cultivate a shared sense of the good life in society is to commit to and engage an informed approach to justice and holding space for others will allow us to engage more effectively in debates and discussions about complex and polarizing issues, which to be very blunt, we are doing a very poor job, <laughs> a very poor job at in this time in history. In a diverse society, it really is so necessary to find ways to advocate for toleration in the face of philosophical and moral differences. As aforementioned, I think one of the more dangerous cultural narratives that's being created at the moment is that certain people, based on their race, based on their sex, or their political affiliation, that they are inherently immune to causing harm or holding negative biases. And this narrative works to create a climate where certain people are viewed or hold themselves as being inherently virtuous, and therefore they feel emboldened to speak and act as though they are beyond reproach. And that is creating such a toxic culture of social discourse because we're no longer able to meet each other as equals 
on that, I don't want to call it a playing field, but essentially we're unable to meet each other as equals on that playing field because some people are coming to the conversation with this assumption that they have nothing to learn, that they live on this moral high ground that other people simply cannot reach, that they are, like I said, inherently virtuous and have no flaws, no sins, and it makes it really difficult to engage in a genuine conversation with somebody when they hold that perspective. All of us are flawed. All of us are kind of fucked up. (laughs) Humanity is a strange species. And I think that it's important for all of us to be able to be reflexive and honest about those things. Because if we can't be honest with ourselves about those things, we cannot bring any honesty into the conversation that we're having with others. And so the cultural conversations that we're having right now, like I said, are becoming incredibly toxic because nobody can talk to each other. Um... And this idea of inherent moral superiority and what what would it be? Virtuousness? I want to say virtuosity, but I'm like, that is not a word. Is it a word? Okay, it is a word, but it is not, it's not what you would think. Virtuosity. A great skill in music or another artistic pursuit. Anyways, let's forget about this. (laughs) I don't even remember what part of this article I was on. Okay, let's get back into it. Okay, let's get it together. Yeah, but essentially, because of the way that we perceive each other, it becomes really difficult for us to meet each other as equals and to share experiences as equals. And that is the point. (laughs) That is one of the essential characteristics of our democracy is that we 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 strive to see each other and treat each other as equals and that's becoming increasingly difficult to do and it's dangerous for democracy it is so dangerous for democracy (laughs) i could do a whole episode on that and i probably will but anyways We all have our biases and there will be moments when we'll need to reflect honestly on how they influence the way that we treat and speak to other people. And those of us who are liberally aligned are not exempt from that. People who are liberally aligned, we are not in this perpetual state of being the teacher, this perpetual state of being morally superior, perpetual state of being virtuous, perpetual state of being without flaws. That's just bullshit. (laughs) Like I said, we need to be able to engage in dialogue with other people and see the ways in which our own flaws and biases might contribute to maybe not thinking as critically as we should. There, I said it. (laughs) Maybe not thinking as critically as we should. There's so much variation between us that in order to coexist, there will be times when we need to be able to step outside of ourselves and genuinely consider another person's perspective even when especially when it's uncomfortable and at one point or another all of us should have the courage to step behind the veil of ignorance all of us should have the courage to just for a moment suspend your belief or suspend your disbeliefs and allow somebody else to share their perspective with you or to try to download somebody else's perspective to see or understand how they view things. We may fundamentally disagree with somebody, but remaining engaged will allow us to expand our own worldview and also lay the foundation of understanding that's necessary to move forward towards possible solutions. 
Thanks so much for listening. If you'd like to read this piece called We Live in a Society, visit HerAnthology.com. That's Her, A-N-T-H-O-L-O-G-I-E.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at HerAnthology to stay posted on what we're up to. Again, thank you so much for listening, and you'll hear from me again soon. Bye.